0: back. This is a uh, two-time lucky we got Mr. Ian O'Dwyer on again. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Gentlemen, how are we we're on this beautiful <laughs> January 2022 day?
0: Oh, I think we're all like way smarter and know a lot of stuff <laughs> since last time. <laughs> yeah,
1: I reckon I've got dumber. There's no doubt yeah, I've got yeah, dumber. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, you know what I was actually I was thinking
2: before when when you said you were coming on, or when <clears throat> Jack said you were coming on, um, is... Almost to think about or talk about what we've taken, what's changed in my mindset from when we've met you till, yeah, till now. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. I, got a, I got a lot to say. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's um, you know, what's really interesting about what we do and what we learn in life is that, you know, we sit back and look at our phases of life, what we've, what we decided to do, how we did it, where we went with it, the people we met, the things that we changed in our lives, and and the outcomes they created. Yeah. Very rarely do we go back and review those things to see whether or what benefits there's been from them. Yeah. And I think that's what's really, really cool. What's been fun working with you guys is that we're all islands unto ourselves, right? You know, we all basically have our own little studios in our own little places and we don't get a chance to play. We don't get a chance to discuss. We don't get a chance just to, just to have a jam and, and, and spill everything under the table about, you know, what's, what, what we're taught, what's the truth, what really works. Yeah, so that'd be kind of cool to sort of yeah. unpack. Yeah, Sh- that today yeah. About what's, what's the
0: what's, yeah? What's the what's the biggest thing you took away? Because we just we just did a um, we did a mentorship with you, an eight week mentorship, which
2: was awesome. And um, what would you say the, the biggest thing for you was that um, you took away? <laughs> just the concept of the of tissue, and thinking of it as dry and wet, and thinking now in my own little head of uh, almost a saying that I've given myself is like wet it then set it.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> so That's a tradesman type <laughs> yeah. statement, isn't it? So it's like
2: if someone say, like, has too much tilt, say in the pelvis, I'm gonna look at where's probably dry, where's short and uh, and
1: long. Because so, they both so, dry so, out, right. So think about those those terms, right? Yeah. Because we, yeah. we, we like to say things are tight, we like to say things are short, we like to say things are weak. Yeah. I, I guess for me, sometimes that just gets way too confusing. Mm. So, you know, you see someone come in and they've got this S bend in their spine, and and we judge it and say, What's the scoliosis? Yeah. Instead of just saying, Well, you know what? Wow. That's actually just a measurement of the amount of stress in their tissues. Mm -hmm. I wonder in their tissues what's become wet and where the tissues have got pushed to and what's become dry and what's stuck down there. Yeah. So that's a really cool way to say. Yeah,
2: (coughs) stuck. So the concept of stuck is the big sort of Mm. takeaway from that. Like it's, Mm. it's stuck and thinking less of, that muscle has that action, but really that muscle and the tissue around it is part of that action because it's all part mm. of that, that recoil. Yeah. So it's yeah. all just, it, it simplifies it. It's just like if someone's got f- forward head, you can just look at in front of that part, yes, you know what yes. I mean? Yes, And just know it's all that tissue.
1: And, and the interesting thing is when it's in front of that head, which mm. is kind of funny because we keep saying, you know, we've got to make the posterior muscle stronger. We've got to make the posterior muscle stronger to get a better body position or we might call it posture, mm. right? So why I've always struggled with posture is because there is no perfect posture. Yeah. There's an optimal position, mm. but there's no perfect posture because posture is something we move through dependent upon our emotional state yeah. at any given time. Yeah. So if, if we understand that, yes, we have got to make posterior muscles more alert, more communicative to turn on in a sequence better, but it doesn't matter... If you do that, because if you don't change the tissues at the front, the tissues <laughs> at the front are always going to win because they're going to pull you forward. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool, right, because these mm. are the ones that are stuck and dry. Mm. They're the ones that are wet, but they're the ones that are getting pushed or pulled more into a position where they're saying, guys, can you take, mm. some, take some notice of what I'm saying here? These guys at the front are winning. Yeah. Because gravity's helping them as they're being pulled down. Yeah, they've got a the mate... <laughs> They've got to make big yeah. time, and yeah. it's called gravity. Yeah. <laughs> it's working twenty four seven. But I like that, you know. I like that concept.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's it changes everything. It simplifies a lot, and it changes the whole way you would approach a client. And it makes it, it's really powerful. It makes me in my head think this is going to work. Yeah. And and it does. Yeah. You know? So it's worked lately. Yeah.
1: And the really cool thing about it, how it works, it's not based on what we do. It's based on how the client feels. Yeah. Does the client can the client can the person feel what's going on Mm. you know you think about it jiu-jitsu it's all about feel bodyboarding it's all about feel you know i love my horses it's all about feel it's about connection right you don't connect you don't feel you don't feel you can't then listen to what the feedback the biofeedback of the system is if you are dehydrated you are not going to get good biofeedback Mm. and all we mean by biofeedback is the nervous system, the fascial system, the lymph system, the circulation—they're all fluid-based. Yeah, bones, fluid-based; nerves, fluid-based.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. A, a good concept I remember Paul spoke about was this water. Same for a plant—is this the connection for the electrical circuit? Without water, <sighs> it, it doesn't can't connect.
1: And mm. dude doesn't come any smarter than Paul. Check, I can <laughs> tell you right now. And, and but once again, he gets back to to the environment, right? He gets back to life. Yeah, yeah. back to basics. Yeah, eh?
2: mm. and, and understanding that like what changed for me i understand like yeah wet it. When, when we say wet it for people listening more well when i say it um like foam rolling and moving the tissue and making sure water gets to it so it doesn't stay static and, and dry out but also that it's a, a living thing and that it's it, there's so much to it and that it's mm-hmm. that it's alive so it makes me really think about it beyond just telling someone to eat collagen you know what i mean yeah yeah just yeah. like everything health and the the life of the tissue.
1: So let's just, let's just break that section down a little bit because th- this is where I feel confusion is rife. And this is where I, what I love about where we have the ability now, you know, Donald, uh, there's, there's lots of people now who are challenging and have been for many years now challenging the industry because we talk about foam rollers, right? And everyone thinks they know what a foam roller does. Well, as we learned in the immersion... Mm. Your sermon comes from it from a very different perspective because we talk about the fluid aspect, right? Yep. We talk about the neural, the nerves. We talk about mechanical, the pattern. What patterns have you got in your body that we do and create from the time we're born to the time we die? But most importantly, what's the fluid aspect of it? Now, no one talks about that. There's no research. Well, there, actually, there's lots of research, but no one wants to acknowledge it. But there's lots of scientific research about fluid, fluid, the fluid aspect of all tissues. But what's kind of funny is that when you put it back into common sense, you know, you put an electrical lead into a bucket of water, how conductive does it become? (laughs) Right? So the same (laughs) in our bodies. If our bodies have got that fluid aspect, we have collagen. If we can get the collagen at a fluid state, if we can get the hydration, if we can get our blood, which is generally a dehydrated state, moving, if we can get the lymphatics, which we have to have, especially to to get waste products out, Mm. if we haven't got enough hydration happening in our bodies... But then we don't move it. So the foam roll is not necessarily about releasing anything. Mm. It's about creating stress in the tissue. But we've got to talk about the stress in a in a manner in which it's applied. Is it a distress or is it a use stress? How is that fluid being moved around in the tissue? Because you think about breaking a back, mm. that's a that's a skeletal system that you've broken there. It's yeah. a bone, seventy percent water. Yeah. A bit of distress going through that tissue mm. right you think about someone who mm. does we're seeing bulging discs at the highest rate ever oh yeah you know you talk about we go back and we do deadlifting there's nothing wrong with deadlifting or squatting or lunging but there is if you can't get into the best pattern for your body because mm. if you can't get into the best pat- pattern you're going to create a distress which is going to bulge your disc right
2: yeah yeah um there's a i made a tiktok purely to follow this one person's page and it's this um guy that's that's not a biscuit right what's what's (laughs) the the word the cadaver guy you know what i mean just pulls apart bodies and his tiktok is just 30 second videos of the muscle so seeing it you know an actual dead body's muscle and there was one on called it the collagen protein cobweb (laughs) Mm. which is the collagen cobweb i only saw this two days ago and when i saw it i'm like whoa this stuff is really thick and this is obviously dry because the person is dead right but i could imagine that if that's dry and they're trying to stretch that there's not a chance that that will give without breaking it up first and making it adaptable.
1: Uh, that'll be a distress, right? It'll yeah. be distressed trying to change it rather than caressing it, asking it, hydrating it, and then moving it to create a use stress to allow it to change and to be adaptable.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just gold. Like for now, I'm, I feel like it's so hard to rehab someone without a bit of that. And for me, it's like maybe you can get them out of pain, but maybe they won't be optimal. Yeah. Because you know, there was like that guy that needed a hip replacement. Oh, how's the other day? Actually, we were with um, Jake's uh, Krista, and um, what was it again? Or was it was a TFLA. TFL, yeah, yeah. Just so locked. Yeah, it was
0: just um, dehydrated. Yeah, I should say so. <laughs> she was putting her leg
2: back and doing a like yeah. a hip extension sort of yoga pose. And as she externally rotated, it felt like it was going to like pop yep. at the front of the capsule. So from the assessment, the only thing that showed up during a Thomas test was that the TFL was it the thomas oh, deduction, ad, yeah was that the tfl Overs, yeah yeah, Overs test. yeah. So the tfl was the thing that was different than the rest you yeah. know in intention and then we just chucked her on a ball for a minute and then checked it again and the hip was fine and this is something that someone would do for 40 years and wear on that hip and get a hip replacement once the once the acetabulum is gone you know? absolutely so it's like these little things that just bring it to the position of the joint it's so simple but what i love about it is that if she rolled her hip out herself she would have found that anyway so you don't even need to know that,
1: but if you're not connected, yeah. if you're not listening, you're not yeah. going to find it. Right? This is what I keep saying. Like, it's such a pleasure to work with you guys because you're so open to actually being challenged. And and what I'm when I say challenge, and Donald says it beautifully. You know, it's not about we haven't got to agree. Mm-hmm. I don't want us to agree because it's when we don't agree is when we get the best conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? It's when we start delving in and looking and listening yeah. and learning from each other, and it's. It's not about someone knowing everything, because I don't know anyone in the world who knows everything about this human being, but it's about understanding the fundamentals. Yeah. You know, stress. People get, you know, this word stress is a bad word. No, it's not. We need stress. Stress creates adaptation, it creates change, it creates strength, it creates stamina, it creates power, it creates so many things in our body, providing it's you stress and not distress, providing it's building the neural system and the emotional system and the mental system, it's not breaking it down.
0: So explain eustress and distress a little bit better. So is distress is like, how would you say it? Like the eustress is when, like, say you're rolling out and so that's a good, it's a good feeling. Yeah, it's so it's eustress, creating stress, but
1: it's... Eustress is when it creates a positive outcome to, to, the, to the action. So okay. that could be playing a game. You know, if you're playing a game with someone and, and that... Game that you're playing means that someone's winning and someone's losing all the time. Then someone's got to use stress and someone's got to distress. The person who's losing is distressed. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. How's that going to affect them mentally? How's that going to affect them emotionally? And how's that going to affect them physically and spiritually? Yeah. So it's going to change what happens in their tissues, right? Are they going to keep on playing that game? No. What's their body position going to be like playing that game? Not optimal. Yeah, fully. So if it's if a distress is you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a lady come in the other day, um, lovely lady. She's been doing high-intensity, various types of you know philosophies that, that are around the society and our communities everywhere now. Um, lost two kgs over six months, right? And she's in um, the wellness industry. She's a, she's a nurse. And she came in and she said, it's funny, I went and saw someone to help me with my food plan and she lost 10 kgs and, and hardly exercised, right? Yeah. That kind of makes sense <laughs> to us. Yeah. Um, and I said to her, so what do you enjoy doing? She said, what do you mean? I said, well, if you're not happy when you move, people might call it exercise, then you're not going to change your tissue. You're not going to get the adaption that you want because there's going to be a distress in the tissue. You're creating, you know, she was doing high-intensity workouts four days a week trying to lose weight. What we yeah. now know is that was creating an inflammatory response, which means she was putting more fluid into her system rather than taking it out yeah. and breaking her tissue down and creating pain and now she's getting frustrated. Yeah. And so she said, I love tennis, I love walking in the national park and I love doing some Pilates. I said, there's your sweet. exercise plan. <laughs> Pretty simple, right? Yeah. But it's, it is simple yeah. when we go back to that common sense level but when, as I say, we empower people to actually voice what their likes and dislikes are. Yeah, that's awesome. And then the
0: diet's just so huge. I, I remember I had the same feeling when I saw first saw Donald because I, I had a little bit of a weight complex. I just... One time in Hawaii, I got called fat. I had these love handles because I was eating shit food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I did, to be honest. And um, I was like, fuck, like, I don't want to get big. What was the story behind The story behind that was so funny when you told oh, me. Oh, the, the chick. Yeah, there's this <laughs> really hot chick and I was just, like, keen on her and she just walked up to me and she's like, whoa, you've gotten fat. Like, pointed at the love handles, like, so. And I just, like, so reactive funny. mode straight yeah. away. I was like, yeah, you know what? You're a little slut, like, or something like that. Like,
1: <laughs> Mind was, you, I was only 17. Was, I was had no say, idea, yeah. like... Yeah. I had no
0: idea that I it was like anyone back then that made me feel anything. I was reactive, yeah. you know, and I didn't even have the, I didn't even have the consciousness to be able to separate that for a second and be like, Hey, why am I triggered here? But that's, <laughs> yeah. that's life, right? We, yeah. we all had that. That's mm. not,
1: that's part of growing up and that's, yeah. you know, I, I feel, I feel we still want to keep putting things so much into, you know, boxes, you know, bullying, eight boys and one girl in my family we were bullied every day yeah but we weren't bullied to the stage of we took it personally it was like either suck it up and get on with it right yeah so the the hard ta- the hard times made strong people but now we've got strong people who have made soft people yes exactly and, and s- soft people now can't, don't do well in hard times
0: yes and no one can make you feel a certain way because you're feeling that inside yourself. Someone could do whatever they want to you, but you ultimately can decide how that affects you. Yeah. And that's a huge one, eh? That's, that's everything, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's like, that's, um, that's, that's God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the little inner voice that goes, I'm going to react to that, or I'm just going to you know, sit on that and breathe and go, there is anger present. I'm going to let it go. You know, and, I, and I've always struggled with that with my whole life, but it's getting better and it's such a good, such a good feeling. And, you know, anger
1: is an emotion. Yeah, for sure. I don't get too many. It's it, it's, <laughs> but it's okay to get angry yeah. as long as you can take it somewhere, dissipate it and come back and be exactly okay, right? Exactly. And I don't think I ever understood that because mm. you know I can tell you right now I played a lot of my sport in fear, not in fear of being frightened, in fear of not succeeding, in fear of not being successful, you know, all the things that we've all think, done. Yeah,
0: I think I did the same, like surfing big waves for me. Like I remember saying to the, be- this be- the best big wave surfer ever and I said, do you enjoy this? Like, because I fucking don't. Like, I'm purely doing this so I can just prove that I can overcome this fear. Like, I'm terrified. Yeah. And he's like, I fucking love this shit. Yeah, right. And I was just like, fuck, we're different. <laughs> like, I did it because I wanted to just prove that I could be a warrior, but I just well, – I never loved it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Look, it was funny. I had a guy in yesterday who's been pretty beaten up with horses over the years and, and like, you know, his shoulders are wrecked now and his hips are wrecked and he can't get on a horse. And, and he was just saying yesterday, he said, you know, me and my brother – he said, if there was a horse in the district that couldn't be ridden, we'd go and try and <laughs> ride it. And he said I, said, I said, how'd you go? He said, yeah, we rode some. <laughs> but it's the big wave, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's totally. It's, it's what you do. You've, you see these guys in the MMA and then you just think, wow, amazing athletes and what they can Crazy. take. But is it the physicality? Is it the mental? Is it the emotional? What's the key indicator here that really makes them the best?
0: Yeah, I just like it. it's such at an early stage, don't you reckon? Mixed martial arts, like it's at a stage where it's like yeah, you've it's got fresh, fresh as. Like just
2: think about like when I started jiu-jitsu, there was probably like two on the coast, and now there's, like how many? You know, 15. yeah, a lot. lot. Like it's, and mm-hmm. and UFC wasn't even near as big, and kind of McGregor made that huge. So it's it is still so new, and it's um yeah, it's so far we're pretty addicted with it at the moment. Yeah, what um, it's exciting for the same question. What what have you taken away from? Oh, from the... From the mentorship and um, from just hanging out. I, I actually... Thing. I,
0: I, I took a lot. It was very similar for me for when I worked with Jan, Jan Carton because it, it made me feel like I was good enough. Mm-hmm. I think it was it was the the fact that I didn't know some stuff and I, and, I, and I wanted to know it. And you were always just like, you know, it's okay. Ask them. You, you don't have to know. They don't have to know. You know, it's like, it was cool. It's just, I feel like I took a lot of... I, it pulled me back to just being a bit more humble and just like... Being okay to just learn pull it back and just learn at my own pace and just,
1: you know, be be humble with it. Yeah. I feel that there's such huge pressure on people to know the answers. Yeah. And when you listen to the guys who I consider know a lot, they really don't know anything. Yeah. Because they're constantly what I called applied scientists. Yep. They're constantly looking at movement, they're constantly listening to the client, they're constantly looking at the environment the people are in, they're constantly giving them challenges and and, and listening to the biofeedback that these people are giving them. And, I, you know, th- that's the thing that I've taken away over the years. And when I say the best in the business, I don't necessarily mean people in the fitness industry. I mean people who serve, people who train horses. Yeah. You know, that's mm. where I've learnt the most. Totally. People who can connect to a horse and, and see a problem and change a problem, you think, that's amazing. Phenomenal, eh? You know, so yeah. um, people who have been in business that you just think, wow, how do you take... 50 people, 100 people, 200 people and get this culture. You know, just like you guys with the community you're going to build now is that the culture that they're going to have is that they've got the tools, they've got the ability to change their own tissue, they've got the knowledge and the access to good food and good food protocols. All these things that we not necessarily have had promoted in our industry from the day one. And you talk about, you know, MMA, is a it's, it's in its infancy – so is the fitness industry yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah. for sure it's crazy it's right? really
2: exciting because for the people we haven't had a podcast since we sort of said it have we but like we've we're going to open a another a larger gym really and what, what we're in like 50 square meters now this will be 270 and how's i was thinking because we we nearly had a place at forest glen and how we were gonna just film our content and it'll be same size but really push towards that filming content thing but then in the back of my head i was like fuck the pe- pe- people would love it people would love yeah. a little like private gym and it would be good for us not even as much financially but like just good to hang around like good for life and to build our own playground yeah. so for us we can build an absolute playground yeah. where we can train every day and, and
0: it's just nuts like we can sit here and talk about it like it's just happened now which it has yeah. but we really manifested it yeah. and, and <laughs> it's fun. fucking weird it's yeah. like i was like we're well, like we want we want a place on the water that's big and in just Kewana. around here, like yeah. in Kiwana, and you just cannot get that. A eh? like we applied for heaps, we applied for heaps, and um, heard nothing back. It was always gone, and we had a look at one, and it was terrible. And then this thing popped up, and it was just like the best what, out of the lot. Yeah, too. the best out of like every single one By we far. checked out. And then we just get a message, and it's like, yeah, we're we're pretty interested. And then yeah, we got we ended up getting it. And I was just like, it's just it's not a coincidence, eh? Yeah. It's just weird
2: how it just works. Like, and and it's like I think. Out, of and literally cult hey like it sounds culty but i I literally (laughs) i literally think of a bunch of people that know how to shop organically and change the world with their their dollar because they don't even need to share things on instagram they can just go buy organic Mm. food or or choose this product over that product and that's really going to do the most to change the world because then your friends will start doing that and they have a bigger sort of gym and then eventually you know who knows it's start it can spread so it change the world right it's yeah. actions people yeah. don't
1: listen like it's interesting instagram and facebook and all these things have been what's been driving the world because of what people said yeah and we know for people to change habits it's not what you say it's what you do right totally so this is what now you are creating is this community this center that is going to create actions in people because it's not you coaching even though you are Mm. it'll be you coaching clients who coach clients who coach clients who coach clients yeah that's a community right yeah
2: Yeah. and it's like almost a private like you got to be invited to train there. like people that have worked with us can train there so people that haven't they got to do their work with us first before they can sign up if they want to because because we just don't want kooks and (laughs) and um and we want the people to sort of be on the level if they're going to be hanging out with us yeah. every day you know they've got to be on the level same values right yeah yeah same, same, values. same values like core yeah. values
0: and i think we yeah it's crazy how you know as soon as you say you're going to do something you do it take the action it just everything just starts to move in towards you at a, like a rapid pace yeah. like whether yeah. you're ready for it or not oh exactly yeah. Yeah. just like when we first went and moved into the new space and that was a big leap for me because it was quite a bit of money each week on top of what i was paying and i was like "Fuck!" like that's a lot of money and then all of a sudden, just started working, and now this is the next perfect scary step forward. The yeah. Money's not even yeah. a consideration. No. no, it's like yeah. And I almost
2: feel safer about this one than the last one. Yeah, I definitely do. Because we well. know, because we know it's going to be fine. Because we've got Ian to back up. We're got backup, <laughs> on, like, <laughs> we the
0: cash. Yeah. If we need to. We already got. The people, <laughs> if, we <need> a, <laughs> if we need a loan, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so tell me this: you've both done the immersion now, yes, and then you, we, we had you know the, the fun time of the eight weeks post the immersion, where we yep. really went in and, and honed into it. Mm. The, f- the face-to-face immersion, what was something you took out of that that was big?
0: Oh, fuck, heaps. Yeah, because the immersion for me was huge. Um, because it's
1: only two days, it's only 16 hours.
0: Yeah, it's fucking huge. It's like if you, and I, and I love it so much because if you want to learn how to look after your body for the rest of your life and you can do it, and it takes two days to do that and you can learn how to look after your body for the rest of your life, there's nothing more valuable than that. And I, and I did it firsthand, like I had lateral knee pain and we, you just go through your whole body from head to toe. And, you know, I
1: loved all the... How frustrating was that, though, when we got to some certain areas with you, how it was like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to yeah, go well, there, right?
0: Yeah, it was a massive emotional thing for yeah. me. Even look, I even spoke about it to a female client yesterday, and I was getting emotional about it because I was like, I had, when we were releasing the pelvis, when we went into the, uh, the pubic area, yeah. I was fucking so angry. Yeah, And I was angry at everyone in the room, and I couldn't see it. And I was like, why? Every, everyone's fucking – this is all like, – I don't know what was going on. But, man, I was fucking <laughs> that, angry.
1: That room went through some big changes oh, in two days. And, and then I
0: was tired. Yeah, yeah. I, like, so I tired. Was, I was tired. From the, f- from the first three hours, I was
2: like, this needs to be over four fucking days. <laughs> yeah. I can't do fucking eight hours of this. Like, yeah. 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 It does make you very tired rolling, rolling hey? Yeah. Really and,
0: and looking back, I just think like, yeah, fix my lateral knee pain. Now, I, Now I know how to release my whole body. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing more valuable than that. And, yeah, it's cool.
1: But you could see why we have to – like, we look at the rings, the shoulder, the pelvic, the knee, yeah. and the ankle, and you can see why we do, you know, self-osteofascial engagement for the for the shoulder ring, and then we'll do some mobilizers, do some play, because you've got to stimulate the tissue. Yeah, and wet it and move. set it. Wet it and, wet yeah. it and yeah. set it, right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Wet it and set it again. Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah what, that's, that's what I was going to say. What I took away from it was um, definitely different techniques I didn't have, but also just – again the concept of the shoulder ring hip ring knee ring ankle ring knowing that it's a ring and knowing that whatever affects the front affects the back yeah. thinking of it again as like yeah. the cobweb just a reminder of, of some things yeah That's
0: not not getting caught in the anatomy too much yeah, yeah. like yeah. i was
2: reading i was reading tom wise book and i just
0: and i was just getting obsessed with the anatomy and i was like fuck i'm just going to be another smart guy that can tell you what <laughs> fucking mu- muscle that is and since then i've just gone it's just tissue it's just an area and um you know we just need blood flow we just yeah. need to bl- bring blood flow to the yeah. area to heal the area. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,
1: yeah, so it's cool. And that's, that's what's nice is, though, because you get that in 16 hours, but then we delve over the next mm. eight weeks for four hours at a yeah. time <laughs> and getting the body work, right? We actually perform hands-on work and we perform yeah, movement incredible. work. incredible. Now, yeah. movement's where most people struggle from a feel-summer perspective because you think about everything we do, we have to lift heavy, run fast, jump high, stretch hard. yeah. And yet, self fascial mobilization is all about low speed, low force, yeah, slower, depth. low tension.
0: That's the biggest thing. It's eh? crazy, every, right? Every
2: client I have, I'm like,
0: uh, three times that speed goes slower. Yeah. <laughs> On their feet, especially.
2: Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah and just water, water, water stiffens with speed yeah. and going soft and imagine it melting. Mm. Um, oh, there was something else I was just thinking, a big thing, big thing I took away. And I'll, Oh, yeah. Huge thing I took away, actually. And I'd love to go into it a little bit further is the concept of. You always feel the long that changed everything that was massive for me actually because yeah. now when i see like a tendonitis or or something i'm thinking how is that being pulled taut taut tight like yeah, yeah,
1: how, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah how is it being so, pulled so, apart so what are we normally told things are tight tight, perfect yeah. but when we go into the analogy of a rubber band and we, we we say this is the perfect length tension right and that rubber band now is in a scenario where is a you know it's happy to do whatever it wants to do but when we talk about tightness, tightness is where the two anchor points come closer together. Now, if they come closer together, the tension in the tissue decreases. So mm. the, therefore, the nociceptors, the pain receptors, don't get stimulated. It's only when the tissue gets taken outside of its muscle length ratio. That, it, that
2: it, uh, the pain that gets... The pain, the, yeah. the
1: awareness that the tissue cool. gives you yeah. feedback, right? And
2: what's that mechanism? What, what, is that? what receptor is that?
1: Nociceptor. so it's a pain receptor. So what happens is your mechanoreceptors... So we talk about, you know, your Golgi tendons and we talk about the Piscini's and we talk about the interstitial, um, the Ruffini's. So there's all these receptors that respond to various types of um, movement, whether it be rapid, slow, whether it be tangential, which is sideways, or whether it's just um, a normal um, rolling up and down or movement backwards and forwards. So what will happen is that, you know, when we do repetitive movement, once again, stress, when we, when we say we run, because people do stair climbs, right? And people go, oh, but it's good for you, Right. Of course it is, but so's running sideways for half a <laughs> kilometre. Which how many of times you've done? Never. Okay, so maybe you might want to try that, right? Because yeah. it's that sideways yeah. movement that we glue up the most in our bodies. Yeah. But we all love going forward, whether it be running, cycling, swimming, whether it's walking, whether it's sitting in front of a computer, driving a car, eating a meal, sleeping. They're all forward motions, right? So understanding that when you get repetitive motion and I'm putting constant stress and I'm putting repetitive stress, I'm now distressing tissue. And when I distress tissue, for instance, how many times have you gone, my calves are tight? How do you know? I can feel them. Mm. Yet you go to the lateral head of the fibula or you go to the front of the shin and you do some work or you go to the front of the ankle. Imagine going to the bony structure and all of a sudden your calves aren't tight or you go to the lateral hip, your calves aren't tight. Mm. Yeah, hang um,
2: a really yeah. good this guy at jiu-jitsu the other day where I train he goes I've got groin uh, groin pain I've torn the groin on like both of them and, he, and I go how did it happen I, and he goes I was wondering if it happened like sharp if it happened sharp then I was like oh yeah it happened Trauma. sharp yeah. but he goes oh, I don't really know it just happened slowly so in my head I was like alright like it's torn so he saw, he's telling me it's well, tight but potent- I'm thinking, potentially torn yeah right? so I'm thinking it's being pulled so I go lay in your belly and I'll check his in, internal and external rotation his external rotation, normal, is 40, 40 to 40-plus 40 degrees. His were like 60-something on each. So they were so long, right? And then I checked his internal rotation, which is the opposite, and it was about 8 degrees or something instead of 30-plus, right? So it was the opposite. His mm-hmm. e- his external rotators, his glutes and… Um, glute- obturator, mid- Opturotinus, all the yeah, deep ones, right? Yeah, yeah, all yeah. the big deep ones. We're pulling his legs out, creating length in his inner groin and he's been going to the physio and they've been stretching and it's not getting better it's been like six months months. but he's not my client i sort of just like gave him a little like oh man like this is what i think Mm.
0: but take it or leave it and how often does that happen in in jiu-jitsu as well like with your with your your glutes are just so locked
2: like yeah it was very rare and what is it like i find males have a really free and external rotation and females are really uh, limited in external rotation, always free in internal rotation, and I wonder, is that them from just closing their legs as, when they 're young, or what is that like an emotional thing?
1: The patterns I see a lot are you think about it you know, and this is what I hate You, you look at the magazines and you, you, the girls all want tight butts mm. you know they always want to have this <coughs> booty that 's strong and, and it's yeah. th- that 's been from day one it hasn 't just been in recent mm. times, and a lot of times we get we tell people to activate muscles in other words we're doing a squat squeeze your glutes well (laughs) guys if you're squeezing your glutes when you're doing a squat you aren't going into a three-dimensional in other words three-dimensional you can't open your pelvis which is what you've got to do when you do a squat right Mm. to get get your hips to flare to get your pelvis to move effectively so if you're squeezing your glutes what you're really going to do now is you're going to tuck your butt under which is not ideal for your lower back but we've got people who have created research and science who have said you know do various things to various muscles, and all of a sudden now we're creating these patterns. So when we get this external rotation that's happening in females, a lot of times it can be because of gripping. Yeah. And Donna Lee will talk, you you know, physiotherapist from, from Canada, um, phenomenal on her yeah. gripping patterns. You know, she talks about, you know, whether it's a butt gripper or a back gripper or a chest gripper or a throat gripper and, all, and there's various combinations. And generally, if you've got a female or a male that has three of those gripping patterns, they will leak. Like that's not cool.
0: Leak as in, as version.
1: in you. You will have a leaking um, urinary position. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yep. um, and quite often you'll see it with people who do high intensity, where they'll do they'll do box jumps, and then to fatigue, and then they'll go and skip on a skipping rope, and they'll leak.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And that's that's just weak. Yeah. in a unit. Well, you've got what's happening is you've got a fascial system now, because skipping's about stiffness. Mm. It's about fascial tension. So you've got, a, you've got fatigue now. You've, you've fatigued the muscle by doing box jumps, which is a slow, dynamic, muscular movement. Yeah. And then you go into a skipping motion, which is a fascial stiffness motion. Yep. Can't hold. Mm. So now I've got a situation where my pelvic <laughs> yeah. floor is now just letting go. Yeah, yeah
2: and the, the more tilted the pelvis is, the less of support for the bladder. Absolutely. So it just sort of slides off. So it's just
1: a culmination of everything, yeah. right? It's yeah. Just, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. I
0: remember uh, Susie Neville a great great check practitioner she said um and physio she said um it's unlocked if the pelvis is anterior tilted too much it means the pelvis
2: is unlocked and it's loose mm.
0: yeah yeah and i was just like oh that's so good yeah it's a, good good analogy. <laughs> know, She's
2: it. a clever
1: girl yeah, yeah
2: it's like because people send in photos of themselves for our online posture programs because we got like a flat back one and an excessive lumbar curve one and people send in photos from the side and sometimes you can't always see the pelvis if Con- like what their pants are doing but i look at the knees and if i see the knees that are locked out yeah. i'm thinking oh yeah their pelvis is doing that just about yeah, yeah, every yeah. time yeah
1: yeah and it and it works you and, know? and it's, it's gonna say it's interesting isn't it that back program that you've got how effective is it
2: yeah we had someone message someone did they text you oh it was sean's sean's brother yeah yeah.
0: yeah we had a had a guy that texted us and just said yeah i can't believe it I, It took me three years or six, six years he years, said six years to um define <laughs> this like and, pain yeah. and, and and honestly yeah it's just some. there's a lot of deep tissue stuff in there and just um, yeah you could see in his posture that that's what was going on pretty pretty and it was fascia pretty, that pretty got cool. rid because you get the people yeah, that are really bendy away and the,
2: the fascia work just makes it adaptable mm. but the, mm. the stiffness and the, the exercise gets them out of pain but you get people like that that are really locked up and the fascia work gets them out of pain yeah. and um, like that guy you had was it yesterday yesterday yeah Pel- pelvis of, of inverted
0: pelvis zero degrees on the left minus one on the on the right so and and I was just like, oh, here we go, hamstrings straight away. I thought hamstrings or that that area. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just released it with um, with the uh, deep tissue ball. So I just sat up on the on the chair and he sat yeah. on something hard and, and just pinned the muscle and just started yeah. to so pin the muscle, m- pin the muscle in the butt, the, uh, in the, the hamstrings. Yeah, yeah. And then the glutes where the glute meets the um, because the apparently it's all connected. Yeah, so. exactly. Just <laughs> that just that area. Again, that's what I learned from the immersion too. Is this? It's just the area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just went to that area which I knew was pulling the pelvis and you can see it in his posture too. And, um, yeah. And then I, me- I measured his pelvis again straight after and the, the left side, cause we only did the left side first. It was, um, seven degrees. Wow. Wow. But, but then, yeah, yeah it's, it's not cool. as easy as that because he has, he has nerve pain shooting yeah. down his right side sciatica. Yeah. Um, he's got L5 S1 disc bulge. Yeah. So, and I think it's out the right side too posterior. Yeah. So I mean, it's, yeah. How, how was he after this pain wise? Yes. He was like, oh, the pain. Yeah, I can't bring on the pain in my glute. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it can be that simple. Yeah. So this is going to be a pretty tech one, and, I think. But and yeah.
1: you know it's funny? You know, you get the ones that you get change in and you seem to get harder ones <laughs> <Yeah>. and harder <laughs> yes. ones and harder I
0: know, ones. I know. Usually I was thinking this should be easy. And then and then he's like, oh, I can't really straighten this leg because I've got nerve pain. Yeah. So I'm like, and it's only two weeks ago that he's done his disc. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be – so I spoke to him today and I said, Hey, this is just it's gonna be a long term thing. Discs in the nervous system are very they grab on a lot, so you need to relax like it's just water, good organic food pretty much for a month. Yep. Yeah, and right. a year of healing it, it takes. Yeah, it's yeah, a year, three months to a year for yeah. a disc. So I was yeah. just like,
2: you know, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, what was I gonna say with that? Um
1: damn it.
2: <laughs> unless, oh, you're okay. Ian. unless you're in unless you're in, what were you gonna say? <laughs> no, well yeah. I was just gonna say because
1: you the I think the latest research shows that eighty percent of people over fifty Yep. Have bulging discs with no symptoms.
0: Yeah. So
1: that would make sense. Isn't eh? it, yeah. It's just crazy, right? Yeah. So if you've got people who are probably eating eating well, hydrating, moving reasonably well, Yeah. maybe surfing, maybe playing tennis, doing the stuff they enjoy, no pain.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember what it was. That same TikTok guy's video, he showed <laughs> one <laughs>
1: he's back to the TikTok. He showed one
2: <laughs> of the sciatic nerve. And it, oh, and, and how it's pretty thick. It's like the size yeah. of your it's, pinky. It's right? like a little yeah. rope. Yeah. And um and it's going through the hamstrings and you can see that wow if those hamstrings were dry or stuck oh, yeah. to the static nerve and that's what nerve flossing is right they're trying to floss yeah. that nerve yeah so if you're not hydrating it it's just trying to pull on dry tissue again so yeah. you're going to do it it is a nerve floss you know what yeah, I mean? it, it is yeah. hey just or,
1: right. it, or it's a or, or it's a nerve it's a nerve interaction like you know because i always my question's always been yeah. do you feel nerves <laughs> yeah, do you feel it? it's? – they're a conduit. How do you feel a nerve, right? <laughs> but uh, my question was, how do we know that that's a nerve pain mm. if it's not being impinged or jammed, right? You put your finger in the door and you slam the door, what do you feel? Fucking pain. Pain, <laughs> right? Well, why have you felt the pain? Because it's been impinged. It's been jammed, right? Yeah. But just imagine we take the sciatic nerve, which is the size of my little finger that comes out – what is it, uh, 14% of them go through the piriformis muscle. Mm. So, you know, you've got a situation where if you've got something that's perforating or works through a muscle and it's dry, now you've got the nerve, the outer casing of the nerve, which is fascia, Mm. and you've got the outer casing of the muscle, which is fascia. Now, I'm not saying fascia is the answer. I'm just saying we've got to include Mm. all the tissue, right? Totally. So if those two tissues are not able to slide and glide... There's a sensitivity because we know that the surface or fascia itself and most of the Meccano receptors are in the superficial fascia, but we know that the surface of the, of the fascia has six to ten times more nerve endings than muscle. Yeah. So that's pretty massive, that's right? That, that is, yeah. And
2: that's that exactly, that's when I see that nerve running through the hamstrings, it's running through the piriformis, yeah. if it is running through the piriformis, all are, those yeah. people, but everything, just everything. tissue, all the tissue, it's got to run through that. So take take the friction away of that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you do? Um, you know, for someone
0: like our cl- the client I just said, then I okay. normally refer them to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because I uh, the pelvis for me was a major player. That was where I had all my pain, all my groin pain. Um, you know, I had basically the the ITB TFL was torn off the bone, knee operations broken leg, all that sort of stuff. So all down my left side. So that the groin, the pelvic region I now know, potentially because of playing in fear, was probably me having a hypotonic pelvic floor, squeezing my piriformis and my obturator internus, which are the two ex- major external rotators. So when you've got that butt-gripping effect because you're emotionally challenged on, am I going to get a game? Am I playing well enough? And the worst part was I was my worst judge. You know, yeah. all the sides I played for were happy <laughs> with my performance, but I wanted to be better, 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 right? And it's just ridiculous because mm. it was so. In, I was so intense on being the best I could be. And that's why as coaches, it can't be about... <laughs> I, love <laughs> the, I love the way you chewing on that. i just chewing
2: on the table um, right now. I
1: can't believe we as coaches put such an intensity into players when players are generally, naturally competitive. Yeah. We don't put enough fun into it. So we're creating a distress in their tissues mm. simply by having an expectation which probably is too high.
0: Definitely way too high.
1: Eh? So, you know, we look at anxiety, <laughs> we look at depression. <coughs> you know, I, I look back now and I, I, and, oh. and I would see now the amount of athletes that come through um, who had that all the way through their careers. Yeah. And it's, and it's just not picked up. And it's just – I remember I got a mate of mine who um, – Jonathan Hay, great footballer, played 149 games for Hawthorne. Um, I met John back in 2007. We were doing a thing called the Body Brain Overhaul with a guy called Paul Taylor in Melbourne, and uh, an Irishman like Donald, and uh, very big into the neuroscience, behavioural change thing, right? So this was a TV show, and anyway, he had um, Jonathan came on, and Jonathan, I hadn't met Jonathan before, and because I was up here at that time and I was travelling and all that sort of stuff, I probably wasn't following the AFL from about. You know, probably 2000 to about 2006. So I didn't really know much about John. I knew he was a footballer. I knew he was a good AFL player. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, he'd had a pretty dr- uh, traumatic um, time in Melbourne. Very successful footballer. And um, anyway, he this body brain overhaul was about measuring the emotional state of people. So they measured the physical and the emotional. So. They took into account uh, a personal trainer, they took into account a, home, uh, a business person, a corporate person and an ex-elite athlete. Yeah. Jonathan had just snapped his Achilles um, and come out of his boot three days before he saw me. So we're running through. I'm supposed to train the trainers for this TV show in functional movement, right? Yeah. So I have 15 trainers in the room. Jonathan comes into the room. And he looked like a junkyard dog. Mm -hmm. You know, his hair was short. He could see he wasn't happy. Um, He's six foot six. You can see this guy's been an athlete, right? He's just been an athlete. Anyway, so I can remember, here you go, mate. It was just (laughs) (laughs) – because you think about it, like he's been everywhere. Everyone's told him they're going to fix him, (coughs) right? Yeah. So anyway. True. He's up on a stage, like a 300-mil stage. He drops his tracksuit pants, has a pair of shorts on, comes down. I asked him to walk and he's still walking with a limp. You know, of course he's, he's just come out of a, a moon boot after yeah. a, an Achilles repair. Mm-hmm. So in his um, in his movement, we did some movement. Um, I got him to do a sit and reach. I got him to do some diagonal reaches with his hands. I um, got him to walk again. And you could see that he was feeling better. Yeah. But he's sort of thinking... What's going on here? Yeah. You've done a sit and reach and you've shifted my foot and w- what's going on, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden he's not have you got a question to ask, mate. <laughs> <Rummy. laughs> it? Yeah.
0: yeah, I think someone just came home. Oh.
1: Um so anyway, we uh <laughs> <Rummy>. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, he's just looking after the house. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. He's such a defender. <laughs> oh. So anyway, we we sit him down and I said, uh, Jonathan, can you just uh, sit down? I just want to mobilise your foot. Mm. Anyway, the trainers, the trainers looked at me. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. This is real world yeah, conversation. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, um, go again. So he sat down, and I just started mobilising his foot. Now you know how I mobilise your ankles, right? It's just yeah. working through the joints. There's 33 joints in the foot, and I started mobilising his foot, right? Anyway, um, and you can see the trainers like, "What are you doing?" Mm. I could just sense he hadn't been touched. All his sporting mm. career, he had hardly been touched. <coughs> how, yeah. how does that happen with an elite athlete? Like, mm. how don't you touch a person's body, whether it's an ankle or a knee or a hip, whatever it mm. may be? We're pack animals, right? We had this discussion before. We need touch, right? Mm. So I mobilise his ankle. He walks and he's bouncing on the Achilles that he's tried to – because the pain's gone. Yes. Yeah. Sick. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> sure, it was quite yeah. funny. We come <coughs> back and – He's finished, so he gets up on the stage, puts his tracksuit pack, <laughs> doesn't say a word to me. Yeah, gets off the stage, jumps off the stage. Guess which foot he landed on? Oh, the bad y- foot, the Achilles. Fuck, because he was testing it, right? Because mm. that's that's how angry he was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He leaves the room, goes into the next room, which I wasn't of, and I was then debriefing the fifteen trainers about why we did what we did. Yeah, and Paul's just come in and said, "What'd you do with John?" And I said, "Oh," and I told him. He said. Well he said to us, I don't know who this guy is, but he said, I'm in. He said, That's the first time anyone's ever changed me. He said, They've all promised me they're gonna change me. That's the first time. Now I tell you that to impress you, not to impress upon you, not to impress you, that we can change tissue, but we've also got to connect with that person, right? But we've also got to connect with us. Yeah. Now Jonathan became a really good friend of mine and and came up and stayed with us and Riley and Molly and, and, and Will got to know him really well. And and he was he became addicted to to drugs, to um uh, pharmaceutical drugs, pain. Yeah. Um, and when he was like he would he would have to drink a fair bit of wine to try and get to sleep because Shit. of because of the emotional mental yeah. stress, right? When we did the TV show, Roy Sugarman, Doctor Roy Sugarman, who's a um an applied neuroscientist, um, huge huge professional, um, worked all over the world. He was doing the the measurement of the of the emotional mental state, and some of the some of the dr- pharmaceutical drugs he was on, he said. He said, we, we won't change this. We won't bring him back to where he would be. In 10 weeks, he went from not being able to do a beep test to running a 14-point something. Wow. His, his level, his emotional levels that they measure, came down to within almost normal range. So, and and did he... Were you giving him
2: self-tissue work to
1: do He too? So... What my role was was to train the trainers on how to apply movement, functional movement, some roller work, some simple mobile. Work. That's all they did. In yeah. 10 weeks, they followed this program. He turned up and worked with a trainer one-on-one who didn't know what you know, didn't know what Jakey knew. Great people, um, great intention. But they just followed the program, right? Yeah. yeah. And to see him turn around and, you know, we're still mates to this day. And it's just it just shows yeah. you because it breaks my heart when I see – top sports people who should be being looked after by the best conditioning allied health professionals yeah. and, and they're breaking them down. Like from yeah. a horsing perspective, yeah. I wouldn't spend a million dollars on a horse <clears throat> and want to break it down in three years and yet we do that with athletes every year.
0: Yeah, there, there seems to be this this like theme um, that you guys who are really at the top of the level in the industry have and it's mental-emotional. It's like you, you're not just addressing the physical, you're, you're addressing the mental-emotional and when you were telling that story, I could relate, and I didn't. Re- ha- I haven't really thought in depth about it, but because I, I had, you know, I broke my back. Mm. I um, my I've boss. I've seen your back before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my my boss, Julio, um, who was a, who owned World Bodyboards. He was a real hard guy, yeah. and I don't know. He was he's gone through a lot of me- mental emotional stuff himself. I could see that even as a young kid. But I was sixteen. I was getting paid by him. And I was never made to feel good enough. I was always just like, what's next? Work harder. Work, Work harder. harder yeah. yeah. And sure, sure, like 19, 20 comes around. I got no self-worth. I break my back. You got no future. I got no future. I remember they laughed at me. I, said, I was in a meeting and I said, you know, I want to own a house out of this. And they, and they laughed at me. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, you know, like how's an athlete supposed to, you know, really push? And, and what I'm feeling now is my energy is being met. So I get paid because I help people and it's being met. My energy's being met so I feel worthy. But, but what do you f- mean energy is being met? Like like how – Like like say you, you, it's an energy exchange basically. People yeah. pay me to come and get better Yeah, and I feel out of my good – like I feel good about it, you know. I feel like yeah. I'm helping somebody. So yeah. think
1: about this though. And, and this is what you two guys have that a lot of coaches don't have. You have something that you can't buy. You, you have something that you can't just go and – go online and download you have experience yeah you know when you run 100 hundreds yeah and you've been in the last 25 to do it and you've seen 60 players fall over vomit not get up you've seen 10 players never come back and play football again doesn't make you feel proud that that wasn't about fitness that was about mental that was about can you survive right that's not good coaching no but, but this is the thing, right? But and when you know what that feels like, both from a physical aspect, but to see people broken, I know what pain feels like. Yeah. And, you know, you've been the top of your game, but sometimes those coaches think that you've got to push guys harder at the top to remain at the top instead of mm-hmm. having a conversation of saying, you know what, how could I make this more enjoyable for you, yeah. but at the same time get the best outcome for you? So that energy you're exchanging, you're getting, that's something now in your bank. That's a, what I call it's your, it's your emotional bank. You've built up an emotional bank. You've built up an emotional bank. You talk so passionately about it because of your emotional bank mm. because no one can tell me what it's like to lose one eye. No one can tell me what it's like to run 100-100. No one can tell me what it's like to break a leg and come back and rehab and, and go through all the stuff, and the stuff that they gave me didn't work. Yeah. No one can tell me because mm. I felt it. No yeah. one can tell me how I, you know, you'd sit in the in your in your hotel room or your 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 house or whatever, and sometimes you just sit there and cry and go, my career's over, and you know what that's like, yeah. And it's that whole fear that when I talk about fear, I'm not talking about scared of being run through by someone. I'm talking about, wow, what do I do next? This is my passion. This is my only thing. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about movement, I'm not talking about movement from functional movement or three-dimensional movement just because I I think it's sexy. I'm talking about because if we can't do it, we can't live. We can't make good decisions. We can't play with our kids. We can't get stuff out of our car. That's how important it is. And if we're talking about nerve, muscle, and bone, we are so far from this fucking solution. (laughs) We're wasting our time. This is an inclusive system. This is an amazing biological system. If we're not looking at the lymph, the blood, if we're not looking at the nerve, muscle, bone, fascia, and skin – then we're actually just putting the body into silos and becoming yeah. really smart in one area but really poor in most.
0: Yeah, it seems like we're, yeah, we just need to you – know, in, the, in the general industry, it's just like you've got to dig a little deeper. But um, it's, 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 hard, it's hard in, in this – the whole thing that's going on in the moment, to, in the moment too is – at the moment too, sorry, is like I heard someone say the other day, like if you look at yin and yang, there's always going to be that other side – you know, that, that side like that's um, anti-vax or the side that's uh, pro-vax. And it's, it's always going to be like this, you know, it's like who's right, no one's right, you know what I mean? But it's like yeah. There is no
1: <laughs> right, there is no wrong. There's just an opinion and everyone's got one, yeah. right?
2: It's a reality, it's a sense of reality.
1: But we yeah. said it yeah. before, w- what we try and do, what I did with ODI Movement, what I'm doing with Feel Soma is I'm trying to empower people to make their decision in the most informed way – to get a positive outcome. That's all Phil is about. It's a self-care yeah. tissue management system that helps you move, feel, and live better. Yeah. Now, I don't care which side of the fence you're on because that's not my decision. Yeah. My decision's about me. Mm. Yeah. So if, you, if we create a community where we suggest to people that you can, ha- you can eat takeaway or you can have this organic food or you can have this food that you grow yourself in, in soil that you understand and know and have prepared and loved with intention... Now, you can eat either or, not my job, but this will give you this and this will probably give you this. You give them the information, which one are they going to make? Yeah. Now, I've got people who who can't grow food. They physically can't grow food because of time restraints or location or whatever. But through the community that we've created, guess what happens? They've got friends in or through ODOM or Soma who do, who now exchange things. Mm. How cool is that? We're yeah. getting back to things we did fifty years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like the oh, farmers market. So farmers good. market. That's
2: really exciting because you know our future corrective culture. That'll be that'll be it. Imagine, <laughs> that'll imagine, be, imagine that. That's, yeah. That'll be that'll a- be cool.
1: Imagine if you could put mm-hmm. a veggie garden at corrective <laughs> culture. Yeah. 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 And one day. You know, I, I know with Sophie, you know, we plant basil, we plant mint, we plant cherry tomatoes, we plant. Um, strawberries whatever it might be she goes into the garden and she just grabs something and starts chewing it so imagine someone comes yeah, to corrective so culture good. and they come in and they haven't an, they grab a couple of tomatoes and in the way and have a bit of chomp <laughs> <laughs> just coming in as a veggie yeah. garden that's <laughs> getting out there, right? well, <laughs> well man like
0: honestly like yeah the other day i was driving and i just had a very clear vision of our uh, corrective culture in the future and what we wanted it to be like and i wanted it to be just a huge hub yeah, yeah. Huge, yeah huge huge and everyone
2: that's there really gets on that that, that vibe and this is the way exactly this is how yeah. we can change the world and fucking get it bigger and bigger yeah and bigger. hydroponic fucking gardens is yeah w- just <laughs> like actually everyone's on the circadian rhythm yeah, everyone's
1: yeah. got blue light blockers everyone's <laughs> like
2: free range but,
1: but wouldn't it be nice to be able to say though like and, th- and this is what I love they come to corrective culture and you identify in their program that they might need some yoga they might need some pilates they might need because bendy people don't need bendy stuff no strong people don't necessarily need strong stuff we need a mixed group. Just imagine if you could say, right, you need to go and see them and do this, do three sessions in the next three weeks here. So all of a sudden we're building this network, this community that everyone does it, not just us and the people in Corrected Code. Because I, th- I feel the biggest thing in our industry is people are scared they're going to miss out. We've got – you think about Noosa. Noosa has 45, 50,000 people now. How many people do you really think I could service? How many personal trainers, movement conditioners, physios, chiros, or osteos, how many allied health professionals do you think are in Noosa? And trust me, if, if we had an abundance, and I know how many there are in the, in the wellness industry, we can't service the people that are there. So no. There shouldn't be any fear of, of me missing out or me not referring on because it's about the person, not about... Me, yeah, exactly. And yeah, there's so much work. Oh, there's so much there's work. So work. Yeah, we're not, we're not worried about work at all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah. and that's but that. But that's got to change because there's a lot of
2: people who are. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sure, they think that i I thought it. Thought it was was going to be smart enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And um, you know, and then you just start doing it more, and you get confident. Like any anything yeah, but, in life, but
1: dude, it's like everything. When you're passionate about something you research every day mm. and, yeah, yet, and yet yeah. if i said to you do you do much research research you go yeah. no not really yeah
2: it's yeah. like a, i think yeah, it's a, it's what, like, a, what do we do on the drive into the car the other day we're researching spiral line youtube <laughs> so That's, that's study there. Yeah, yeah i know, I know it's like it. you learn I'm straight sorry. away yeah and, and i more listen to like angle the longer the, the yeah. spiral line we, yeah. We <laughs> exactly
0: yeah and yeah like every night i'm listening to rum dust lectures like just i love it yeah i listened to muji last night yeah yeah, yeah. I so think that's I, how you st- learn when you love something. I and studied and the
1: form of the horse races last night, just in case. you <laughs> <to>. <laughs> But the, how cool is that? That's technology.
2: If, imagine the evolution. The next, yeah. All these little kids that are born with iPhones as negatives, but fuck, they're going to have some information uploaded, yeah. And if you get one of them that has the good information the whole life, that changes. Yeah. Well, more
1: importantly, if you get one of them who's experienced the good information mm. or the best yeah. information, that, that's what I mean. Like, just imagine, just imagine. Corrective culture now goes down and coaches, and I've I, and I've done this um, with a guy called Brendan Wolfe down the coast, and and Wolfe's got these little grammets, and I can remember ten years ago I went and showed him mobilisers, right? Yeah. Still to this day, those kids are doing those mobilisers, right? <laughs> That's sick because he's played football with me, not with me, but underneath me, and and he's seen what we can do, and he's just he knows it works. Yeah. So all these surfers now have got this access to the movements that help them move, feel, and live better, right? So yeah. if we could get the coaches in various sports to start to understand movement better and play better, and how do we create a magnet to bring kids into an environment? Because if we bring kids into an environment, now we can talk to them about food. Yeah. Right. I don't want to change. I don't want to, I don't want to talk to people about movement when they're 80. Yeah. I want to talk to them when they're eight. Yeah. I want to play games with them when they're because that's what changes the world. Yeah, totally, eh? they, That's yeah. where the power is, right?
0: Yeah, and um, – go on I, I just Paul Paul check was talking about his his son mana who he was he was asked the question whether he was gonna let his son have an iPad and he was like yeah of course I'm gonna let him have an iPad but it's just gonna be like you know I'm gonna be militant with it hmm. and it's like he can't grow up and not be a part of the things that are going to be yeah you know, the necessary. Future. yeah yeah necessary so I thought that was a really
1: good because is isn't it funny look if, if we have a little bit of everything isn't that kind of what we've discovered a little yeah. bit of everything and yeah. the body really goes well and the yeah. brain goes yeah. well yeah. and the emotions go <laughs> i well. know
0: i think it's, it's hard getting getting st- caught in the middle we're always trying to go too hard one <laughs> way or too hard the other <laughs> eh?
1: <laughs> Dude, as i said to you we went, we went to uh, to tim biwa this morning to have a good the sun the sunrise you know so <laughs> riley and aaron kelly and myself have gone down there and up at four thirty and out there and and uh up, we've gone up the top thinking, oh, how beautiful this isn't that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the sunrise wasn't quite as great because the cloud was there. <laughs> and there's these two guys who are there, you know, they've come up and all of a sudden they've got this <laughs> They've got this drone going. I'm going, guys, oh. the serenity, the the peacefulness, the beauty. Like, you know. I was just
0: trying to get a shot of you. Yeah, looking <laughs> yeah. at the sunset through the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But just imagine yeah. probably if we if we think about their perspective. Yeah. They've, they're getting this amazing footage to share with people. Oh, yeah, it's a high. Yeah. It's yeah. a high. So it's, a, you, yeah. you know, to be fair to them, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool that they've got the ability to do that, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. I um I go to Point Cart Ride on Sundays and look at Sunset sometimes and I look around and see who's wearing sunnies. <laughs> and it's <laughs> to say, oh, yeah, that guy would be wearing sunnies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most beautiful thing ever. It's not burning your eyes at mm. all, but... They want to look good while they're looking
1: yeah. at the sunset. <laughs> they <laughs> want to look good to look good. Yeah. 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 No, like I'm, I'm kind of, gu- yeah,
0: I'm a little guilty of that, I've got to say. Yeah, 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 like if the sunset and there's phones around, I want to be looking good. for yeah. <laughs> a couple of Instagram photos. <laughs> I just think for, because
2: I, I got the ring right, that aura ring tells me my sleep scores. I had one of the best sleep scores I've ever had on that ring and I went and watched the sunset, got all that red light in my eyes and then as soon as I got home, it was night and I put on my blue light blockers and I slept different than usual and i was like all right that's cool that uh, the science says that too but actually doing it proper not just going outside but seeing
1: a sunset you can Mm -hmm. regulate it by actioning it
2: yeah yeah exactly and it was like it made made a quantifiable difference so i'll do it a few more times and see if it works and once
1: again if it does work you collate more experience through it that you can actually give to someone with anxiety depression yeah where they can go and get some peace look at a sunset because let's face facts you know it just it changes your emotional state instantly when you see something like that like this morning just to be up there with the boys yeah that would have been nice it was just beautiful right and and we were looking at you know the whole coast and and to hear as talk about it and riles talk it was really really cool to to for them at their age to appreciate that Mm. Mm. yeah
2: that is that is for you know it probably only happened to me in the last Probably five years ago, I really oh, started yeah. really appreciating that sort of stuff, and it's like you said, from experience, and you're telling a story, and then people remember stories. They don't, yep. they don't, they wouldn't take it as much if I if I said, "Yeah, well, circadian rhythm for your eyes, it releases melatonin all the shit." I'd <laughs> yeah. say, "Oh, when I did this, yeah, they remember that." Same yep. as like I remember spondys because heard is back. Yep. Yeah, or was it just a f- another injury? Like all these, or it's stories. another fancy
1: word, right? It's another technical yeah. term that I don't really understand. Yeah, but when you've experienced it, well, this is what we found. This is what I did. but This is what didn't work. This is what I found did work. But I know now that we can improve that by A, B, and C. That's, mm. the, that's the story, right? Mm. Yeah. So powerful. We get, we
0: get so caught up in things. I know Paul has this quote. He's like, when did you lose the awe and the mystery for life itself? And I often think about that because I'll be so caught up in just everything. And I'm like,
2: fuck, it's pretty crazy that we're even here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what like, it's all about. And you see yeah. people that don't have that and exactly that. They're the ones <clears throat> that are depressed. Yeah. We're not they don't look at the moon and think, fuck, that shit's amazing right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, fully, yeah,
1: you come outside, and it was funny, Molly, came, Molly and Tyler came back from Melbourne um, a couple of weeks, that was so good to see them, and we're just sitting outside, and Tyler's looked up, and Tyler's a country boy from Victoria originally, and he's just gone, have a look at the stars, yeah. you know, and I go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's see. the pot, and there's yeah, this and yeah. that, it was just fantastic, right? Imagine yeah. even
2: a thousand years ago, what... You have no idea. There's no telescope enough. Oh, on you like, what the fuck well, you is know that, that? They ab- would be gods. You know that Aboriginal fella that um I met up in
0: Harvey Bay when I was shooting? Yeah, yeah. He was just, man, he, I can't even remember all the stuff he was saying, but he was saying which stars do what, and when the tailor are running, this this star's doing this, and, man, it was incredible. I wish I, I probably got on camera, but I I wish I wrote it all down, because he yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like, the Taylor will run this time of year when the stars are doing this, and, like, yeah, he knows everything. Are, yeah, he's like... Yeah it was crazy It's like there's a wombat and there's this <laughs> I was just like this guy's the man yeah, that's, that's the so knowledge
1: in touch that's the knowledge i want to yeah. know yeah and he you know. had that
0: he had that look in his eye that was just so sure yeah which you know like when you meet a guru or someone who i don't like to use the word guru but someone who's very spiritual very very just calm, connected connected would be the mm. word um they just seem really happy and really they're just it's almost like they're looking into your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just had, like checking that time with exactly, you. Exactly, <laughs> man. It was, like, it was like meeting Paul um, in, in the Aboriginal version and this guy was just so beautiful and loving. It was sick. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Eh? Yeah. So but what's, um, what's next for Phil Sommer? Like wh- I saw the website the other day. I was <sighs> Yeah, we've, we've finally inspired. got the,
1: um, the online immersion up and running, which is fantastic. So it's, it's taken us 14 months to get where we've got to, but we wanted the experience to be the best. You know, I've worked overseas, I've worked involved with a lot of projects over the years and the projects have been fantastic, but it's they've never been quite what we wanted because there's always been a time frame. And I've probably slowed it a little bit because, you know, we wanted to make sure it was spot on. And yeah. we're really happy with it now. Um, I've just shot another two days and I've got one more day to go. Um, of So I've done a golfing um, movement prep See? and golfing um, movement recovery I've got more self fascial mobilizers, and I've got another forty odd drills that I want to put up, so Sick. I can really start now putting up the sport-specific programming. And you can just log in. Yes, so you can go online. You can go on if you if you want to look for some reconditioning programs. You can go on there; they're dirt cheap. Um, there'll be golfing movement prep and so forth programs. And you want to go online and do the online immersion? You can go on, click online, pay online. You get password access to all the. Videos, I think there's I think there's in excess of 200 videos in the online immersion. Like, the well, quality of videos are unreal. We're so sick. happy with it, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It looks amazing. So it's, um, you know, this is only level one. We've already yeah. got two and three. Yeah. So, but we want to get level one. We want to get it now where people are doing it and they're getting the results. And it's, mm. that's what's been really, really cool. That's sick. Because, like, yeah,
0: it's just, and the best thing is it's just there forever. You know, yeah, you as just, long as the internet doesn't crash, it's there. Well, it keeps evolving, right? Yeah.
1: That's the cool thing about it. And it's you know it's like your back program it's yeah what people have got to understand is we don't fix anyone we never have we never will people fix people but we can supply the guidance and the tools and the direction to give you the best opportunity to help you be the best you and that's yeah. what i really love about where yeah. we're going now you know there's yeah. some pretty cool people up on the sunny coast now mm. um and the network's becoming strong. And it's kind of interesting when you look at the yeah. energy of what's going on, why those people are here. So it's... The uh, hub.
2: It's the, it's the hub these days, so yeah. case, It's yeah. good. And yeah.
0: you're fucking leaving
1: us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, <laughs> I'm leaving you to go to New Zealand to help me heal a little bit, yeah, but yeah. also I'll be coming <laughs> back to make sure I stay in That's contact. That's selfish, so, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been here 23 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but the cool thing is, and, and it was funny, because my eldest <laughs> daughter said the other day, she said, you know, Dad, you couldn't stay in Noosa two minutes without going <laughs> overseas. So I, it's not going to change when I go to New Zealand. I'll be coming back here to do a lot of stuff over here. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, but it's just, it'll be cool because of the fact that I'll have an opportunity to have a horse. I'll have an opportunity to yeah. have a house. It's ours. Yeah. Um, but also to where we are is very, very healing, which is kind yeah. of yeah. nice. Cause I've had 20, you know, when I look back and I've had 22 years of traveling and busyness and that sort yeah. of stuff. So um, now with Phil sober being where it's at and, getting back to some more live immersions and corporate workshops when this stuff starts to settle down more. That's what we're looking forward to. Fuck, yeah. Good, good shit.
0: All right, well, thanks for thanks for coming on again. Boys, man. I'm and looking
1: forward to the next yeah. stage of Corrected culture. <laughs> awesome. I'm yeah. looking forward to the, ne- the new premises. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, yeah. we're definitely going to have you in there to run some immersions oh, and stuff. don't so, worry. I'll be yeah. coming. Um, we'll definitely yeah, man, some. it's been awesome and, uh, you know, fuck, it's been really good. It's been a journey,
1: yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's been yeah. a journey. Been it's been, crazy. been a pretty
2: cool time. It's been crazy. So Until the next time, for sure.
1: Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks, man. Thank you.